Hello and good morning. I'm your host, Jaden Story, and today we will be interviewing Paul Revere and his infamous midnight ride. Is he on his way? Please tell me you gave him the right room number, unlike the Kyle and the whole Adams thing in room 19. Did you, did you give him the right room number? You, I did this time. I promise. You said that on the Adams one too. What is wrong with you? You're gonna get fired, boss. I promise. I promise. I gave him the right room. My words. I'm so sorry, Emily. I ran into an old colleague of mine and wanted to catch up. No, you're fine. So let's get started. What was your childhood like? Well, let's see. I was born in Boston, North End, on December twenty first, seventeen thirty four, and the son of Paulos. A French Huguenot immigrant and Deborah Hitchborn, daughter of a local artesian family. Did you have any siblings? And the oldest of the three surviving that had made it to adulthood. I'm sorry about that. That must have caused some stress in your family. Well, what was your schooling? Well, I got an apprenticeship at North Riding School to learn the art of gold and silversmith. And when I was 19, my father died. Sad times, sad times. And had left me to be the main provider for my family. Two years later, I was commissioned to be the second lieutenant in the Massachusetts Army. Wow, that ha- must have been very exciting. Did you ever get married to the woman? Ah, yes. Well, in August of 1757, I married Sarah Orm and had eight children. But soon after her death in 1773, sad times, sad times again. Gosh. I married... Rachel Walker, and had eight more children with her. Were you happy with her? Well, yes, very. I loved her, but I still miss my first wife. Well, let's get down to the main part of the interview. What happened with the midnight ride? Um, well, you see, I had received instructions late that night from Dr. Joseph Warren to ride to Lexington and warn John Hancock and Samuel Adams of the British approaching. Big, important job so, though, the following upcoming battle, me and my family lived in Watertown, Massachusetts. Well, other than that, how did the revolution play out for you? Well, after a while, I retired and left my established copper business in the hands of my son, Joseph Warren Revere, and two of his grandsons, though I had a bad few years because of my wife and son dying in 1813. Sad times again. Sad times. <laughs> Seems like you have a lot of deaths in your family. I am truly sorry for that. Well, other than that, I'm glad you're still here. But through all of this, we are going to take a break for a little while. Did you see him? You lost him again? This is why Trin should have fired you last week. That's why she sent you up here, didn't you? Well, she sent me down here, so I don't know. This has to be a prank, right? Or did he... Go find him and call Trin down here. What do you need? I can't find him. Who? Paul. You lost a five, six man. How did you manage this? I don't know. Ask your freaking guy that you sent me. I didn't send him. I fired him last week. Who rehired him? I don't know. He got sent to my department early this morning before Paul showed up. I am going to go have a talk with the company, the employees. I will go find Paul. Thank you. So, bad news. 
Paul left. One of the coworkers told him he could leave. But good news, I found John Hancock. Okay. So, well, well, you what? tell one of the idiots to call Paul back because we're gonna need him later. Yeah, probably. So, I, I'm on it. John, John, what was your role in the war? Sorry, I was getting coffee. Your associate found me. Said something about looking for my friend Paul. Well, yes, I sent Trin to find him, but John, I'm confused. What was your role in the Revolutionary War? I was the first signer of the Declaration of Independence, and I was reading figure of, of the war after graduated at Harvard. My father left me a great fortune, and I became a selectman of Boston. Well, thank you, John. That cleared things up. I will have... Do you possibly know where Paul went? I saw him heading towards Department B. Why is he heading up there? This is Department C. So, great news. Friend Paul, right? Why is I had to go get coffee, which is in Department B? Why did we have coffee? Whatever. Like, Kyle, the one I've been meaning to fire, that I fired last week, decided to send him to Department B. So he should be here in like five seconds. We've really got to fire that guy. He sucks at this job. Oh, sorry, Paul. Come on. Welcome, Paul. Sorry about Kyle. That's his name. I thought his name was Broad. Did he tell you his name was Broad? No, he just looks like a Broad. Oh, you're strange, Paul. Well, I ran into your friend John. Oh, how was that? I haven't seen him for decades. He was, he was great. I had him explain what his role was in the war. You know he's the one that helped Adam not go to jail, right? No, I didn't know that. Didn't you say that he was on last week's show? Yeah, but that's Trin's thing. I, I didn't pay attention to what she was doing that week. Ah, <clears throat> I see. But why is she always here with you? Because she's in Department B. I'm in Department C. I sent her to get coffee and... I bring her Red Bulls. Ah, I see, I see. So, is there anything else you need from me? Or do you want John? I have Adam on speed dial. Any Adams. may really? take him a decade to get it, but... <laughs> humor, humor, okay. But, yes. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll have to cut you short there, Paul. Uh, sorry you got lost so many times. We'll have to fix that problem before we invite you back. No, it's a, it was an adventure. It's okay, I get it. But just let me know and I'll call the buddies for you. Sweet, maybe we'll have to invite the whole crew here sometime for the next episode. Ah, you might not be able to speak. <laughs> well, it would be interesting. We'll have to have, uh, bells. Ah, no, that's going to remind them of the Boston Massacre. Oh, yeah. Well, I gotta go. I have to All go right. make sure there's no war going on. Oh, no. See you, Paul.